0: hi and welcome to the mouse and more podcast i'm chris and tonight i'm joined by liza adam and tony hi everyone hey hey how are you guys tonight pretty good good So it's a Saturday night and we're just thinking about strolling down memory lane because that's what you do on a Saturday night, right? I mean,
1: some people have more exciting things to do, but that's okay. Like
0: what? could possibly be more exciting than talking about the first Disney resort you ever stayed in. I don't think anything, right? There's a couple things. So what we're going to do is we are, as I said, going to talk about our first Disney resort we ever stayed in. Just kind of like why we picked it what it felt like what we liked about it and have we stayed there since then i know that i have not actually stayed at my first disney resort so i'm gonna since it was adam's idea i'm going to throw it over to adam go ahead adam
2: okay mine was believe it or not only a couple years ago Hmm. i think it was 2016 wow yeah uh because uh when we always went as a family, we, my parents owned a timeshare off property, so we'd always stay off property. Mm. And then, you know, as I graduated college and have a real big boy job and everything, and I have my own money, I was able to, you know, spend it more the way I wanted. And uh, I wanted to take my sister, my younger sister, to Disney, just me and her. And so uh, Christina helped me out. And we booked contemporary. So that was my first. first. Okay. Yeah, and uh, that was that was uh, I did that on purpose because it was just me and her. She was twelve, and I was twenty nine. I guess I was twenty six, and I didn't have a rental car, and I was taking resort transportation, magical express, etc. And I wanted to be in a very in the most convenient resort, which. I, I, well, at the time, since the Skyliner, that might have changed. But at the time, I think contemporary was the most convenient because you could get on one stop on the monorail to the transportation ticket center, or you could walk to Magic Kingdom, and it was an easy walk. And this way, I didn't have to worry too much about busing and too much about you know being sort of in like more open areas. Because it was just me and her, and I didn't want to be exposed to too many elements. And uh, it was supposed to be in a garden wing room, but when we got there, they gave us family of the day, which was really cool. So they bumped us up to the tower. So we got the tower theme park view, which was great, because then I could sit on the porch and watch the fireworks. And uh, this way, she she didn't want to watch the fireworks. She didn't have to. She could just... You know, lay in bed or whatever. It was really cool. So, That's,
1: I am so jealous that you got to be the family of the day. That's amazing.
2: Yeah, they gave us a they took our picture, a little border, a balloon. Um, I, I don't think we got fast passes. But because there was an issue with our bags, there was a screw-up. They moved our bags around. Uh, They ended up, you know, kind of comping us some other things, but um, it, I, I I like the contemporary for the fact that it's all like together in one space. You don't have to go outside. It's, it's all kind of contained into one building and it's so convenient to Magic Kingdom and it's one monorail stop to TTC, which then you could flip over to Epcot. So it's really, it's convenient that way. And the busing is fine. It is what it is. And nowadays, awesome to me, is not
0: great. But I think if you're doing a mostly Epcot and Magic Kingdom trip, it's not
2: an issue.
0: However, who does that?
2: <laughs> I mean, you know? Yeah, I mean, we just did one day each at yeah studios and one day each at um, Animal Kingdom. So you're just getting the bus in the morning and at night, and it was fine. So and at the time, Hollywood Studios was under major construction, so there wasn't much to do right. there. You're not really rope dropping much there, so it was kind of easy to figure out.
0: It's funny how your idea of what a convenient resort is changes based upon what's going on on property because, as as you just said, you know, now with the gondola and everything, maybe it's not as convenient. I don't think it is. I do think, though, that see, I love that resort. I don't know if you felt this way, but I just, I really like the nostalgia factor of it. That's probably one of my favorite things about it. Um, And I do like, like you said, how it's all in one building. I think that's really enjoyable. I mean, like, if you want to just go, like, if you're in the main tower, if you just want to go down and get a snack or a drink or something, you just go down the elevator. It's not like, you know, something like Animal Kingdom Lodge where you have to walk a quarter of a mile to get to the lobby or something.
1: That's a good point that That's actually a really good point, if you're in that tower, everything's so close.
0: yeah, it's right there. I just actually sent a family there last November, and they they needed convenience and it worked out really well for them. They were two rooms, and you know, just having everything in that building, I think worked out really well for them, plus, they were club level, so easy access to snacks for the little kids and um yeah, I think it's a great it's a great resort now here's my question. Have you stayed there since?
2: I, no, I no, I haven't. Um, okay,
0: and why I, is that?
2: I mostly because I just want to try everything else. Yeah. Okay. And to piggyback, nostalgic was was you know also why because you know growing up, the the things you remember about Disney World was yeah the castle and then the monorail that goes through the big building and the building is a hotel. How cool is that? You know when you're right ten years old for your first time. So. I um I kind of wanted, you know, my sister to be able to uh sort of have that too, that sort of thinking. And and it's great because I could go down I could leave her in the room, go down to the um food court, get something, come back up, I don't have to worry about her, you know, being like you said a quarter mile away somewhere else. So. Right.
0: Yeah, that's a really good resort for for people with young kids. You know, because you can get them downstairs to breakfast. And that's actually one of my favorite quick service locations, by the way. Um, you could, you know, the, there's a lot of variety and it's super close. In fact, actually, when I was just there a couple of days ago, I needed to get some work done. So I just left the Magic Kingdom and I went and I sat in the quick service. There were maybe five people in there in the middle of the day. And um, I don't know, it's kind of the the low level of noise from the monorail and a little bit of noise from Chef Mickey. It was kind of like a good place to work. You know, it was um, just nice. So what do you think of the pool?
2: Did not go to the pool.
0: You didn't go to the pool? Oh, that's right. Because you're not a swimmer. No. I re- yes, I remember that now. OK.
2: Yeah, I'm not, not. She really isn't. And we didn't. We didn't really. Which I guess in hindsight probably should have you know built in a you know a a resort day but i just you know i was like i want to take advantage of it was right before labor day so it was low crowds that last week of august and i just wanted to take advantage of that and just being together so
0: yeah no that's really nice okay um liza what's the first disney resort you ever stay oh gosh don't tell me it was pop
1: (laughs) not that one not that visit Oh, that was the first... I mean, I don't remember exactly when it was. I know it was cold outside, and I know the McRib came back. That's (laughs) all I really remember about that. See, I just
0: knew that (laughs) yours was going to take a weird turn, but I did not predict the McRib, to be honest. I just
1: remember the McRib was back. My stepdad was super pumped about it. And so (laughs) we had to make a McDonald's stop. We have to stop the McRib's back. So anyway pop century that was our first day we stayed at the all-stars the next time but we went back to pop after that yeah i remember being a kid and going in there and thinking this it feels kind of like there's all those shadow boxes and my mom saw the go-go boots and then i got the story about how her mom never let her have go-go boots but everybody else got to have them and so i had to hear about that
0: (laughs) wait a minute wait a minute why didn't she get to have go-go boots
1: because only floozies wore go-go boots
0: do you know what? what? Okay. <laughs> I actually they need to bring that look back, I think. They I really do.
1: Everything's comes back. So eventually like yeah, go-go
0: boots have never come back.
1: But like the m- Are you
0: talking about the white knee-high boots or the yes. are go-go boots? White knee okay. boots. Okay. Those are go-go boots. Okay. Yeah, those need to come back. I I would wear them.
1: She wanted them tights. so bad and her mom was like, "No." Only floozies wear go-go boots. And so she didn't get to have them. So every time we'd pass a little shadow box with the go-go boot, I'd be like, here it comes. Here's a story. And she'd like lament that. But I don't know. Pop Century is great. When you're a little kid and you see all those giant toys everywhere. And it's really cool. Sometimes if if I'm booking families on a budget and they're kind of torn between one of the moderates pop and they've got little kids and they are on a budget and they're looking to save some money i tell them, go with the the value resort go with pop because honestly for a kid all that stuff they're gonna they're gonna think that's cooler than going somewhere that doesn't have all that stuff i mean a lot of times they do so yeah it's true they're kids and i mean
0: the only thing i will say is for me personally i don't the, the difference between a moderate and a value is simply the pools. and I know there are the rooms are slightly larger and they're you know a little more posh for lack of a better word, but at the same time, I'd rather save the money and honestly, with the gondola, that just pushes it away oh, well, in the direction now.
1: of. Yeah, now yeah. with the gondola, plus, and, you know, Pop has a like really good food court. I mean, it's, it does. it's really not bad. It's not, it's, see, it's way better than the All-Stars food court, I feel like it is. Um,
0: You're 100% right, and I just experienced that this last couple of days. You know, their their food court is just, it's, I will say, they mm. do have that little bakery area at, like, at All-Star movies. It has all these different cupcakes, which is kind of fun, but I think, overall, the better food court is at Pop.
1: And their pools, yeah, I get it. The pool, I mean, it's not even a comparison between a deluxe pool and then the yeah. value pool. Or
0: even a moderate.
1: Yeah, or even a moderate. Some of the moderates have some fun pools. But that's my first memory. I just remember going there. And because the first time we went, we stayed at the motel on I Drive somewhere. It was awful.
0: Yeah, I can imagine. It was bad.
1: <laughs> I don't think the McRib was back that year. No. Not at all. <laughs> I've, has anyone had a McRib? I I've refuse, never had one. I refuse to have that, Adam. They're, they're kind of
0: appealing looking. I'm not gonna
2: lie. Uh, yeah, I've, I've had <laughs> my my favorite. The only really thing I eat at McDonald's is the Shamrock Shake. Oh, that's which back. is out which is out now for St. Patrick's Day, and uh, I love it. So.
1: What is that? What does it taste like? I've never had one.
3: It's is like it mint. mint? Oh.
1: Yeah. God, that sounds disgusting.
3: It's, it, it tastes like, like leprechaun. You
1: squeeze
0: a leprechaun very hard. It's so, like
3: mint they toothpaste.
1: They don't like it. <laughs> it's mint toothpaste. Oh. That sounds so nasty. Tony, <laughs> have you had a McRib?
3: I've uh, I've been known to dabble. Really? <laughs> yes.
1: It dabbles in McRib. Do you think <laughs>
0: A non-vegetarian guy, I think they've all had a McRib. It's just like a little thing that men do. They go, they get a McRib, then they get a massage.
3: I I believe there's actually an app that is the McRib Locator. It's not an official uh, McDonald's app, but there is a McRib Locator out because different areas of the country get the McRib at different times of the year.
0: Oh, my God.
3: And it will track which McDonald's have the McRib available.
0: Are they that good? I'm gonna have to have one, but then Kevin's had a McRib. Well, Sometimes gonna... we'll go there and the little sign is out, and he's like, "Ooh, look, McRib!" But then he doesn't
3: order it. <laughs> I I hey. must say that I misspoke. Uh, there is a Shamrock Shep, Shamrock Shake Finder app. No. But if you want to find the McRib, you have to go to McRibLocator.com. This is not sponsored. Uh, they have not sponsored this this advertisement. I am purely <laughs> giving this for uh, I don't know why. Uh, just for McRib's sake, I guess.
2: This is not an ad.
3: That's right. But, but talk to us if you're looking a sponsor.
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah, McRib. <laughs> um,
0: I just have to say that I went to that website and nothing came up.
3: To McRiblocator.com? dot com? Yeah. It's up for me.
1: Really? Maybe
0: I'm blocked.
3: Maybe you're blocked. <laughs> they
1: blocked you. They block everyone in your your city. Yeah. No no,
0: North Georgia. Forget it. No McRibs for you. You're not getting any.
3: They're telling me the nearest McRib to me right now is 331.29 miles away in Frostburg, Maryland. Wow.
0: wow. That's when, like when I tried to find a Whataburger near me and it was like 800 miles away. And I thought, <laughs> why? Whataburger is the best thing in the whole world. People who lived in Texas know exactly what I mean. Have you ever had Whataburger, anyone?
1: Oh, yeah. I've had Whataburger. They put, like, just <sighs> mustard on the burger.
2: So good.
1: It's I not bad. I, mean, I don't know. Yeah. We had one. It kind of went down. we, we had also fun. not
2: sponsored by Whataburger, either. Just everybody knows.
0: <laughs> when I went to Florida State, we had a Whataburger. It was down by the stadium, which... I never went down there for football, obviously. I just went down there for Whataburger, and it was great. And then it went out of business. I was very sad. So, I mean, I don't even know where the nearest Whataburger is. But. The
3: the um, There are Whataburgers in Florida. So I don't know yeah. how the closest one to you is 800 miles away because there are three in the Jacksonville area.
0: Are there really? Well, I need to go to Jacksonville then.
3: And it's funny because when we drive down to, to Disney – And we are driving this April, so if you see us on I-95 on April 10th, wave. But we have a Krispy Kreme that we stop at in Jacksonville Mm. as part of our routine. And there is a Whataburger right, like, two doors down.
0: Okay, there's one in Thomasville, Georgia. And I drive past Thomasville, Georgia when I go to Florida.
1: That's a motivation right there. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Mm-hmm. McRib locator. We kind of got on a tangent there, but that tends to happen to me whenever I talk i I love pop century i still love pop century
0: i do well and i don't have to ask you stayed there before or since then so oh yeah all right by the way whataburger is 177 miles from my house though i take it back it's not that far it's not like in texas i'm gonna turn it over to tony where's your first resort you ever stayed at
3: the first resort i stayed at at walt disney world in 1999 was the second trip cheryl and i took Uh, And it was All-Star Sports.
0: Yay! Oh, wow. How was that? uh,
3: At the time, it was, you know, it was a value resort. We were uh, a young couple and obviously trying to get by um, cheaply. And it's funny because I think we still have the receipts somewhere. And I believe we paid like $74 a night for the room.
1: Wow, that's a lot That's kind 10. of a
0: lot because, I mean, even three or four years ago, I could get that room for $79 a night plus tax.
3: Well, maybe we got screwed. Um, <laughs> but we, we did it through AAA because in the late 90s, you know, everybody used AAA. You got your trip tick from them right. because you, you barely had, uh, you know, any type of mapping software. Um, but uh, AAA was our go-to agency. And the year before, we had taken our first trip and we stayed off-site. Because we thought only rich people, you know, only the well-to-do could stay on property. And then we happened upon a Disney website, uh, a fan site, which uh, we won't mention. Um, But we knew we had a lot more information the following year. And we went from Howard Johnson's Main Gate East on our first trip to uh, All-Star Sports, which was a considerable step up for us.
0: Yeah, I would imagine.
3: And we still rented a vehicle because we didn't trust any type of... Uh, on property transportation and uh that those first couple of trips kind of led to us wanting the freedom of having our own vehicle uh even in the days of of magical express and uh you know all of the transportation methods that disney offers and uh we enjoyed it we happened to have Cheryl's sister and her boyfriend with us at the time uh who is now her husband and uh they were two they were college kids and they were they were very much into wrestling, and they were throwing each other around the room. And those rooms at the All Star Sports Resort are not big, and they were crashing into walls. And it was oh a, my
0: goodness,
3: it, it was a rough trip. Uh, but uh, it was it was fun, and uh, you know it just kind of cemented our helped to cement our love of Disney with the, with that second trip and staying on site. And I think we've only stayed off site one other trip uh, since that point. Uh, have we returned to that resort? We were just there. I think the first time I've gone, I went back was last December. Actually, two Decembers ago in December of 2018 uh, when the girls were there for the Pop Warner cheerleading competition. Uh, they were staying at All-Star Sports, and I was there for a day or two with them. So, uh, you know, as we all know, my preferred value resort these days is Pop. And uh, actually, that's my preferred resort on property. Um, so I, I don't get to the All Stars that often. They are they're a great value, but uh, I just I like the theming. You know, like Liza was saying, the theming of Pop Century it makes it stand out a little more. Mm. And these days with the, the Skyliner, uh, I think it's just a little more desirable of a resort.
0: Okay, I have to agree.
3: Well, thank you.
1: I You're agree welcome. as well.
3: Adam, do you agree? No.
1: Uh, No, he doesn't. I don't. Um, He doesn't understand. I don't.
3: uh, Maybe a $75 figure
2: was for the whole trip, Tony, not just per night.
3: That's very possible. And that $75 could have been my – could have been $75 for the five-night ticket back then as well. Good
0: Lord. Yep. Wow.
2: But I feel like you said your first Walt Disney World – you specified Walt Disney World hotel stay – I have a feeling, since you're, a, you, at some point in your life, lived out in California,
3: did you, by chance, stay at Disneyland Hotel? I was too young to actually remember mm-hmm. if we did or not. Oh. Uh, I know that we made trips to Disneyland. Um, I don't, you know, in the early 1970s, when you actually had to pay to have film developed, and that role of uh 20 pictures might have four usable prints on it. <laughs> people people didn't take pictures or selfies of themselves in hotel rooms and no. you know. <laughs> These days I'll check into my resort and it's like hold on honey I've got to take a picture of the the number on the on the door plate, you know. <laughs> now let me take a picture of the door handle. Now let me take a picture of the entryway. Um all of our pictures from those trips in the 70s were uh, you know very posed. Here's Anthony with uh, Donald Duck. <laughs> Anthony. Here's uh, Anthony and Dad with Mickey. Uh, so we had none of the superfluous photos that these kids deal with these days. Best, the darn ask, kids. Can you ask Mom if you stayed in the hotel? And get Mom would. Mom wouldn't know. Really? Yeah. the The amount of hairspray holding up the beehive affected her brain, <laughs> and you know she it, that was that was an early form of huffing, I believe. Oh, uh, <laughs> you know. <laughs> Mom has never huffed a day in her life. I
0: I don't. You know what? I bet they didn't. Because here's the (laughs) thing. Back then, okay, so you didn't have the Grand Californian. All you had, and you didn't have Paradise Pier, all you had was the Disneyland Hotel back in the 70s. So the idea that you would be drawn to that one specific hotel for no reason at all, really. I mean, there were so many hotels to choose from that probably cost, well, obviously cost less and were probably just as attractive.
3: I I can tell you from the experience of driving cross-country between uh, duty stations with my father, he was a Holiday Inn man.
0: Mm -hmm. So
3: chances are we were in some Holiday Inn uh, around Anaheim. That's another thing, the old days. I don't know if anybody traveled in the old days, but you would show up at your Holiday Inn. My dad liked to drive until dinner time. He would show up at Holiday Inn, and then he would ask them at the front desk where the the closest Holiday Inn about 500 miles away was, and they would make the reservations for the next night of the drive. That's
1: what my grandpa did with Howard Johnson's.
3: Yeah.
0: Wow, that's actually kind of smart.
3: How much travel has changed?
1: Yeah. Oh, he would do Howard Johnson's, and then he would only eat at the restaurants, either in Howard Johnson or Holiday Inn. One of those two, I'm not sure which, but one of them had a restaurant, and we'd always have to stop there. And that's where we would eat. And that's actually we, sad. And you'd have to, we like, would, hold it. You 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 better hold it because he's not stopping if you have to pee.
3: Well, that's what the coffee can was for <laughs> um, <laughs> in my car. But uh,
1: That's so
0: disgusting.
1: So, Tony, so your mom had a beehive hairdo? That's yes.
0: fantastic.
1: I would love to see that. You know, around here in the South, we like to tease it to Jesus as well. Nice. <laughs> okay. <laughs> but you know
0: what? You're... <sighs> I almost feel like the beehive was out of style by the time you were
1: old enough to remember <laughs> she was the beehive. Holding
0: on. She was, she holding, was on. holding on to the beehive. <laughs> there were always those ladies who could not give up the beehive. Just like then there were the ladies who couldn't give up the Farrah hairdo. Oh,
1: they, yeah, I you guess still see those.
0: This Yeah, I guess this generation is maybe, you know, this, the middle part. You know, they'll they'll be like these 70-year-old ladies like in 40 years with the middle part. They can't give it up.
1: Yeah, I just like big hair. It's just hair. hard to wear. I like big hair. So, you know, sometimes no, I do you, too. you find what works, you just keep it.
0: Yeah, I like big hair. I think big hair is where it's at. I think all people should have big hair.
1: Big hair. Let's go. It's where it's at. All right. To, uh, Adam has big hair. Adam does have big hair. He teases it. He, <laughs> he teases it to Jesus. Teases it to Jesus. You no, know, he <laughs>
0: hair gels it to hell. <laughs>
1: <laughs> He's got to quaff it just right.
0: He does, he puts hair gel in it. Okay, so mine's a little different. I stayed at the cabins and I had never, so I lived in Florida, I went to school there, and met my husband there. And we never, every time I got a boyfriend, first of all, I took them to Disney World because I was a nerd like that. And I even took Kevin before he moved up to Washington, D.C. But I had never been to a Disney resort because boyfriend number one told me that I couldn't go there because I wasn't a guest. So I remember, what? you know, yes, he said, When you go, because we had gone, we were, I distinctly remember we were going by the Grand Floridian I said, I want to go in there. And he goes, you can't, you're not a guest. And I thought, well, he should know because, you know, he's been here more times than I have. So anyway, long story short, did not go into a Disney resort until 2007. And even then I thought I could not go to the Grand Floridian, which is a shame because it was Christmas. But anyway, we went to Fort Wilderness was a first trip for the twins they were little tiny babies they were both 10 months old well obviously they're twins so that's how that works (laughs) but uh, you know right yeah we stayed there and it was fantastic and it ended up being a really good idea because you know when you're in a cabin you can have loud children and nobody can hear what's going on so it was great because the first night the twins decided to cry all night because they weren't in their regular beds that's where they took their first steps. They started toddling there. So, we, yes, we were there a whole week. It was Christmas time. It was amazing. And I have never been back because it's too much like camping, and I am not a cabin kind of person. It was nice, though.
1: No, you not a cam- cabin person?
0: Well, I mean, here's the thing. Like I always tell people I was in the Army. I had plenty of camping. So I don't ever want to do anything like it ever again. So the cabins are too much like that. I'm, so
1: it's funny because my kids were actually potty trained at Disney. Oh, because I said you know what I'm over this because I thought they were going to take the SATs in a diaper because I just knew it was never going to happen I gave up that's what I did actually why is that bad no (laughs) kidding it was great (laughs) I was like this is it I'm done you guys are just going to have diapers you'll learn how to change them on your own and you can just you know go to college and I don't even care at this point but then I got really frustrated. And my mom said, well, you should just get rid of the diapers. And But she didn't think I'd do it at Disney World. And then I just, I was like, you know what? And then they did. They didn't go. They, I put them in the regular. Wow. Room and I was like, if you guys don't use the potty, we have to go back to the room. And then they did. And then I was it.
0: I was just in the parks. And I forget which bathroom I was in. But there was this lady. stand. Her kid was standing on the diaper table. So the kid was actually old enough to use the potty. I mean, she was standing up. She's probably like three, maybe almost four. Um, and that's a tough age, you know, for potty training. And the mom was negotiating with the poor kid. And I was like, <laughs> oh, that's so hard. And especially at Disney. So the kid was just standing there. And the mom was like, you know, come on. Just just go sit on the potty. And the kid was like, no. <laughs> I,
1: don't I, know. Know. I don't know. I don't know. Poor them. thing. Go into the room. We're just leaving. That's fine. Yeah. They were like, no, no, we, we, we can do it. I mean, by this time they were already about to, you know, get their driver's license and everything. I mean, they were already. <laughs> I don't even want to tell you how old they were. <laughs>
0: oh, I get it though. It's very, you know, what they all potty train at different times. As my children's pediatrician said they're not going to be going to college in a diaper. My On the other hand, thought you thought mine know. were.
1: <laughs> Hey,
0: this prom dress doesn't look good with my diaper.
1: <laughs> I, know. I thought, you know what? If they do, they do. I mean, I don't even care anymore. This is what you have to do, ladies. If your kid just doesn't want to do it, just give up. Tell him, hey, you know what? You'll learn how to change it on your own one day, kid. That's what I did. <laughs> oh, goodness. It's oh, hard. I'm a great parent. He,
0: he, and you know that... You know that Cheryl wouldn't put up with that. So Tony's going to be like, all my kids were trained at two or
1: eighteen months,
0: eighteen months old. Yeah,
3: yeah, I think that's the case.
0: Is was it really?
3: I'm still working on it. I put a Cheerio in the bowl, <laughs> and I and I aim for the Cheerio.
0: <laughs> so gross. <laughs> really, this is really uh, disgusting. Actually, I'm getting okay. good at it too. Good, I'm, I'm good, good job. She'll be okay, happy. all right. Well, I think that sums everything up. Go ahead, Tony.
3: Thanks, Chris. We hope uh, you've all enjoyed listening to us take a little walk down memory lane about our first resorts. And in the uh, comments, mention where your first resort trip was. Have you been back there? Did you enjoy it? Have you upgraded? Will you never stay on property again? If you do stay on property, though, you can contact Main Street and More Travel and request a quote and let Chris hook you up with the right agent for your travel needs. As always, you can join us on Facebook. We are the Mouse and More podcast group. We have our Twitter and Instagram feeds. And on behalf of Chris, Liza, Adam, and myself, Tony, and we are the Mouse and More Podcast. Good night, everybody.
1: Good night. Night.